Today is August 16th, 2023 and there's new moon over Ashlesha Nakshatra. So it's a good time to speak about the heart of Ashlesha Nakshatra itself. It's a highly deeply transformative nakshatra. It concludes one of the first nine nakshatras. Ending in Ashlesha, Maga begins the new cycle. So Ashlesha is deeply transformative, deeply intense, falling in the sign of cancer. So let us explore what is the heart of Ashlesha Nakshatra. Hey there beautiful people, welcome to my channel. Light of Elentia, Progressive Astrology, Conscious Astrology, Conscious Co-Creation, where this is all about how do we consciously understand our birth charts, how do we use this ancient science of Vedic Astrology to sort of chart our course in life, in career, relationships, etc. in a conscious way. Rather than in an unconscious way, living out our karmas. Basically, this is all there is to it. And I will cover things like uh, phases of the moon, new moon, full moon, eclipse predictions also in my own way. My content is best viewed on tablets, on laptop computers, desktops, that kind, because I bring up sort of a landscape format of presentation. Because it's best viewed as landscape on a big screen. So that you can take screenshots and use it as a study material. This is more like a study astrology. Type is active, 
meaning this nakshatra actively goes out and participates it does not like the balanced or the passive ones which sits back and waits for things to happen and responds to it this is a proactive nakshatra which means it wants to go out and do stuff these are the hints we will tie to the life lesson <coughs> it's a reactive nakshatra and what is the drive the drive of this nakshatra what is this nakshatra giving us an energy to accomplish that's the drive samhara means it's a rejuvenator it wants to dissolve old stuff and bring new stuff right there is a transformation factor of ashlesha see it is ruled by nagas which is like the snake this the divine light serpent beings who existed in earth Now the snakes that are left are just its ancestors. These were the people who knew the secret of enlightenment. These are the people who knew the secret of Kundalini, of Tantra, Tantra Yoga, Kundalini Shakti. Ashlesha knows that. Ashlesha knows this deep Kundalini aspects, the secrets of it. Okay. This is why we have so much symbology of serpents in Vedic system of tradition. Also, we have Vishnu sleeping on the Sheshna. We have Shiva with the snake coiled. In the around his neck, we have Ganpati, known as the Sarpara Sarparajakshada. Okay, he's the lord and guardian of all the snakes, Ganpati. So the entire Shiva family has got the symbology of serpent. Mahashakti is also like that. Like the Sarsana, which I made. If you want to go through that, she's got so many of Kundalini in it. Excuse me. So the drive, the Samhara, it's. density of the nakshatra is to rejuvenate okay they are rejuvenators and they are active rejuvenators means they will go out and transform stuff period and it's rakshasa so it will do it at a very early level at the very physical level of things it's nature so it will do it in a very unorthodox way its lord is the moon ashlesha falls fully within cancer right Ruled by the Nagas, so it's serpent energy combined with the moon's emotion, combined with moon being the Vaishya or the trade or the commerce category. Now that's a very early plane of existence, trade and commerce, right? So it ties in very nicely with the Rakshasa kind of part of it, because moon is a Vaishya kind of planet. So is Mercury. By the way, Ashlesha is ruled by Mercury. So if moon and Mercury are placed within Ashlesha in any of your charts natal chart or any of the divisional charts it does very well because of this in ashlesha moon and mercury do very well you can see the reasons right there because it is unorthodox because it is a vaishya class and because it is ruled by moon of course moon will do well in cancer so will mercury because mercury is a vaishya kind of a planet now let us start into the life lesson and see how these things which we discuss tie into the life lesson okay the life lesson of ashlesha is to live seductively without being seduced embrace with dance ashlesha means embrace embrace with dance yet be ready to change why is this the thing well ashlesha has a team of being snake like which means snakes are highly sensitive highly protective highly intuitive by nature as creatures this team carries into the ashlesha nakshatra also because of this team carrying over to the nakshatra we have a team of protectionism or very highly guarded protective nakshatra ashlesha who have a strong presence in their charts 
have a sense like a boundary, a very strong boundary around them. Very highly intuitive, they can perceive the intuition of the moon plays out maximum in Ashlesha. Intuition of the moon. Intuitions of all kinds, we shall see that later on. But the intuition of the moon plays out dominantly within Ashlesha Nakshatra because of this characteristic of snake-like intuition. They know stuff, they are ground sensitive, they are powerful. So the protectionist mechanism of Ashlesha wants to guard itself more than it wants to go out and do stuff. You see how this ties in. See the drive has been Samara, rejuvenators and type is active. The snake can just sit there and hold up and sleep all day long and not bother to be going to see what's happening in the world outside. It can't afford to do that. This is the life lesson. It has to go out and do stuff. It has to be active to participate and it has to do it in Anathara space. That's another challenge for Ashlesha and it has to rejuvenate. It has to change stuff. Ashleshas are powerful change makers in wherever they do it and they will not do it traditionally, they will do it unorthodox and they will be very powerful at what they do because the Rakshasagaras have that kind of an earthly power. Okay? All Rakshasagaras have a very strong earthly intuitive psychic power. Don't underestimate Rakshasagaras. It's not that these guys are all dumb and they can't do anything. No, no, no. You're getting the whole thing wrong then. You need to understand this once again. Okay? Rakshasa Ganas are one of the most powerful also, just like on the other hand, Dev Ganas are. And we are living in times where Dev Ganas and Rakshasa Ganas need to work or to be able to work together. That's why I'm bringing in this stuff. If we look at the themes of Ashlesha and if we tie it to the D10 archetypes, the deities of the D10 chart, right? And the angles. 40 degrees divided to 10 parts. There you have it in the table there, in the white table. What kind of deity would work well for the Ashlesha, you might ask. Well, what works well? They are rejuvenators. What can we see here? Which is rejuvenating. 9 to 12 degrees, Asura, Asura class, Rakshasagana. See there? Right there. Competitive spirit, drive to succeed, ambitious, change makers to traditional ways of work. What did we just say? They are unorthodox memories, so they need to do it in unorthodox ways. They are the unorthodox change makers and they need to be active. Actively rejuvenating the Rakshasa style, if you want to call it that, the Tamasic style, if you want to call it that. So they will do well, planets and points at 9 and 12 degrees, which are the Asura class, which means they get competitive spirit, drive to succeed, ambitious change makers to traditional ways at work because they have the Mlecha class. It's a hard pronunciation, I know, but yeah, that's what it's called in Sanskrit. The discards, the outcasts are Mlecha, the people who want to, the discards of the society. Society wants to stick to traditional ways, structured ways. These people are the unorthodox class very good ones, very needed, especially in the world today, who break the tradition and go out of the tradition and define new ways of thinking, new ways of thought process. No, no, no. What you guys are doing is just too, too anal, too stuck up. Okay, step outside this thing and let's do it this way. Because they are earthly. Rakshasa is very earthly. So, and they are Vaishya class, so they might need change to traditional ways of trade, commerce, economics, finance. So 9 to 12 degrees in deep 10 chart is good for Ashlesha, if the, especially if there is mercury in it, they can become very good tradesmen. Another one would be 
in them the ground sensitive people the earth sensitive people in the new energies will have a strong oscillation in the chart kubera will be another thing 18 to 21 degrees kubera means the power of wealth means these people can become financially astute and commercial mind now why is this good for oscillation you might ask well the lord is moon and it's a vaisya planet so they are interested in trade and commerce rejuvenating trade and commerce digital money e rupee you know all these kinds of things can happen if there is a strong ashlesha presence and if your planet or point especially mercury or moon is in the kubera angle in the beta chart ishana and kubera will do well so ishana kubera and asura 9 to 12 degrees is asura is kubera and 21 to 24 degrees is ishana all these seems to be right up the sleeve for ashlesha in order to carry out the karmic path we are telling d10 we call it work we call it career we might call it another things but what is our karma in the world essentially mean we are here to contribute something as an individual to the collective that's all it is it's work so work and career which is my dominant intent in this uh, channel in this youtube channel is to bring this so that we see the deeper meaning so that we can reflect on the deeper meaning so that we see our chart and grow from it and take conscious control of it okay take care be safe i will leave you with this and we shall deal with the next nakshatra in the next video